From Creation Ministries International, you're listening to Creation.com's article podcast. The research and insights that give God the glory, refutes evolution, and gives you the answers to defend your faith. I'm Joseph Darnell. Trophy hunters making the pilgrimage to Canada's Ram Mountain, Alberta, home to the world's biggest bighorn sheep, are being increasingly disappointed. Ram Mountain has long been a magnet for sport shooters of North America's mountain sheep, but rams with the large horns, so highly prized by hunters, are now hard to find. A world-class trophy ram is regarded as an extremely valuable commodity, with hunting permits being auctioned off for very large sums. How large? Well, one sports shooter paid over a million Canadian dollars in 1998 and 1999 for permits to hunt trophy rams in Alberta. But such is the decline in horn size of Ram Mountain's rams that in recent years, hunters have gone home empty-handed, not having found any sheep with horns larger than the minimum regulation size. Researchers who documented the decline in horn size over the past three decades say it is an evolutionary response to sport hunting of bighorn trophy rams. They noted that ram body weight has also declined, essentially confirming earlier suspicions that selective removal of large-horned rams was reducing the overall genetic fitness of the bighorn sheep population. By killing the largest rams of high genetic quality before they reach their breeding peak, the hunters have depleted the genes for big horns and fast growth. These undesirable evolutionary consequences of trophy hunting will, quote, be extremely difficult to reverse, say the researchers. To the extent that the researchers have observed that selective culling of large horn rams at Ram Mountain have diminished the size of rams and their horns, with concomitant reduction in variety in the gene pool and a deterioration in the population's genetic fitness, the researchers are correct. But these changes are not an evolutionary response or evolutionary consequence, as they have nothing to do with evolution. Evolution, the supposedly information-gaining process by which, over millions of years, some primeval soupy seep became sheep, is nowhere in evidence here. Instead, Ram Mountain's bighorn sheep population has lost genetic information, not gained it. Note the researcher's own admission that such changes will be extremely difficult to reverse. Indeed, Despite the recent drop-off in hunting, because hunters could not find rams with horns larger than the minimum legal size, quote, horn size has not recovered. This strongly parallels the crash of the cod fishery off the Canadian coast, where cod have failed to return to their former size despite the Canadian government's closure of the fishery in 1992 in order to let it recover. It seems that once the genes for a large size are lost, they're gone forever. Hunting seems to have similar impacts upon moose, too, which now have smaller antlers than was the case just a few decades ago. And selective ivory poaching is thought to be the cause of a dramatically increased frequency of tuskless elephants in many African populations. Note that in all these instances, the selection pressure is essentially an artificially imposed version of natural selection. Neither such artificial nor natural selection is in any way evolution, as it can only favor certain genes over others. It cannot generate any new genetic information. Rather, selection, whether artificial or natural, can only operate on, that is, call out, 
genetic information that already exists. And that's exactly what's been happening on Ram Mountain. For most of history, biologists used the visible appearance of plants or animals to classify them. They grouped plants or animals with similar looking features into families. Starting in the 1990s, however, biologists have extracted DNA and RNA from cells as a guide to how plants or animals should be grouped. Like visual structures, these reveal the underlying design of creation. In the book Exploring the World of Biology, you will read and explore the life of plants, insects, spiders, and other arachnids, life in water, reptiles, birds, and mammals, shining a spotlight on God's amazing creatures. You will learn how does biological classification give each type of plant or animal a unique name, and what ways are seeds spread around the world? What food does the body use for long-term storage of energy? How did biologists learn how the stomach digests food? And what plant gave the inventor the idea for Velcro? Exploring the world of biology is a fascinating look at life, from the smallest proteins and spores to the complex systems of humans and animals. And it's available at creation.com store. The Creation.com article podcast is hosted by me, Joseph Darnell, and produced out of the U.S. studio of Creation Ministries International. Learn more about our ministry at creation.com. This episode's article was written by Dr. David Catchpole. Our speakers are teaching in churches once again. Get in touch if you want to arrange to have one of our expert creationist speakers visit your church. Some of our writers, speakers, and scientists host a really cool talk show called Creation.com Talk which you can find right here in your podcast app or on our YouTube channel. Become a monthly supporter making a donation at creation.com donate. You can also help by telling your friends to check out Creation Magazine. Be sure to follow Creation Ministries International on Facebook and Instagram, or subscribe to our free e-newsletter. From everyone at CMI, thanks for listening. <laughs>